Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I lie to myself and to the world. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And Remington, it's finally here. Episode 200. And to celebrate episode 200, we have a couple of guests. Who are they? Oh my. Uh, <laughs> Good question. I, I don't even know if they know themselves sometimes. You I know? definitely don't. Can you ever really know yourself? No. <laughs> yes, Remington, we have two lovely guests. We have uh, David and Jordan from Shonen Flop on again. Uh, hey! I've heard of those guys. I would hope so, because if you hadn't, <laughs> like, there are plenty of nice hospitals that we can send you to if it'll help. Oh, there's an option to forget my whole experience of making Shonen Flop? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> it might involve a little zappy zappy, but what's a little zappy zappy between friends? Yeah, oh. there you go. So so we, we have guests. We're celebrating episode 200, uh, and we're about to review what is likely trash anime. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ram, do you really think I would... Uh, squander our 200th episode with a really trash anime and use the excuse of having guests on as perfect justification to do so. Oh, God. I mean, the fa- yeah, the fact that you're saying it in that way makes makes me think so even more. <laughs> Rem, do you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh... So which sword art online are we watching? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you we know... finally doing Elfin Live? <laughs> no, Lead. no. Do you plebe? Say the series oh. right. You give me so much shit for not pronouncing things right on our own show. Uh, so I, I, I don't give a fuck on other shows. I don't give a fuck if other people mispronounce it. But I call David out because I think it's funny. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, I had a lot of things to choose from. Now, uh, last time we had uh, these gentlemen on, uh, I joked incessantly about uh, these guys are kind of experts in the shonen genre. Therefore, doing a shonen uh, themed anime would be the most appropriate. Uh, oh my. But then I said, fuck it, we're not doing that. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I don't know course, if you guys yeah. recall what we uh, forced y'all to watch. Yes. Oh, I remember. It was Iran well, Host yeah. Club, which. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Didn't age mm-hmm. super good due to some controversies with one of the main actors. Oh, man. Yeah, but Ooh. we're not here to talk about those controversies. We're here to have fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're here to have new controversies. Yeah, new controversies. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe this episode will spark a new controversy, uh, whether oh it's uh, directed at Ram, at the Showman Flop guys, or at me. Could go either way. Uh, and I thought to myself, ah, oh, that's... Man, did I did I screw up that episode by showing them a shoujo? <laughs> Do I double back and, for their next appearance on our podcast, show them a nice raw-blooded shonen that would likely infuriate Remington and uh, just tickle the Shonen Flop guys pink. Would I do that? Man, that'd be a great idea for an episode. Might have to do that next time, though. <laughs> oh, uh, God. 
because uh, no, uh, actually, this time around, guys, I am going to do something that is, well, it's what all content creators have to do every once in a while. And that's... Oh, we're doing the Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would rather uh, off myself than do anything related to Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> have... oh, yeah, didn't Dylan say you guys are getting sponsors or hat starting to run ads or something? <laughs> yeah, let, let yes. me just say, hey, Raid Shadow Legends, I mean, <laughs> like, look. I do, love do my Casper like... mattress. <laughs> do we care about these? No, but for the right price, are we willing to sell our souls? Damn right. So, we... you know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, I would sell out. Like, Jordan has seen the shit I do for five dollar patron to get a five dollar patron on our own podcast. <laughs> Just yeah, Patreon I... reward shameful things. <laughs> yeah, for, sorry, Sean. Please do continue. But I am not talking about uh, sponsorships, which uh, we will probably do at some point. Uh, probably not raid, though, because if, if we ever do have to do a raid sponsorship thing, I'm just going to uh, sit quietly and smile and let Remington read it out. Uh, because <laughs> I don't like that's the one that's the one brand that I don't think I can justify. I'll take your Nords. I'll take your I'll take your uh, Manscaped. I'll do any of those. That's fine. Uh, it's just raid. I can't do. Uh, yeah. But no, uh. Uh, what I have in mind is pandering to the the current crowd, the current anime crowd. Oh no! And uh, lately, uh, we've gotten a shite ton of uh recommendations for a very popular anime that some people have said are, are, have said has carried this entire season. Oh shit! Uh, which is a wild claim to make, and I is figured. It uh, it is not 86. Okay. Uh, it is a, it, it's such a wild claim that, uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to research it. And I think it'll be a fun thing to do for episode 200. Plus, you know, we're stacking, we're stacking layers of interest. One, it's episode 200. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Two, we've got, uh, some guests. That's very exciting. Aww, and three, yeah. if we're doing a highly requested anime, that's, that's more, that's more traffic, yeah. baby. Like I'm, I'm just parting the kimono a little bit here. Like this is how I'm processing uh, interaction on this particular episode, because I imagine it'll be pretty popular. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, the anime that we are going to cover today is uh, simply titled, uh, uh, and if I fuck up the pronunciation on this, uh, I apologize, uh, because it has a word in it that I, it's hard to guess. Uh, <laughs> but the 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 proper Japanese title for this is uh, Sonobisuke Doll walk Oh, wait a minute. Dress it's up it's darling, the fucking right? horny one, ain't it? God, that was my second <laughs> guess. I have no clue what this yeah. is. Oh my god. I haven't watched it if that changed anything, but I have, I know everyone is talking about that. Yeah, it, it's all over social media, even on stuff that like here's here's the problem. Right. When things go beyond the anime sphere, that that's when I'm like, ah, we're gonna cover that eventually. Uh because I I do not frequent any anime communities online. Good. I stay away. It is it is just work. Uh, but some things f- hoist themselves upon my eyes. Um, but I I do know that this show for some reason was like posted everywhere. Uh, and also it's super horny. Yep. And she's uh, sixteen. <laughs> oh no. Oh great. Yeah. You know what? There's been younger, okay? So. <laughs> like this, this series, the manga we're reading right now in our podcast is about all of these horny, magical ladies waiting for this dude to turn 18. But then just the author's like, you know, let's make the main love interest 14 for no reason. What the fuck is happening? Right? She's 14? Yeah, the, suc- the succubus is 14. What the fuck? The one with the giant boobs, Jordan. She's 14 years old. 
Oh, that was what uh, people were complaining about because we were like, first chapter's good. And you're like, oh, you guys haven't gotten to the pedophile part yet. And we're oh, like, no. And then got to chapter five, and I'm like, there, there it is. This is not a good series. So, so uh, Sean, t- tell us all about the the very horny anime that we're covering and why it is so popular. <laughs> I will do just that, Rem. Uh, so uh, the English title for this is simply My Dress Up Darling, which. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Oh, just the name alone. Just the yep. name. That title alone. Just, I, I'm getting visions of Newgrounds games. Basically. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. yeah. It is. It, it does have a bit of a yikes uh, title. Uh, but weirdly enough, uh, this anime is constantly praised for uh, the for towing the line between wholesome and horny. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Sean. Yeah. I, I've seen it posted all over, like, Reddit and stuff, right? Yeah. I ain't seen any wholesome clips, Sean. <laughs> I, I, I ain't seen any of that I, posted on I will, Reddit. I will counteract that I saw one where <laughs> the, the main character was like, wow, you look really beautiful, and apparently that was, like, a really big deal. <laughs> so I was like, so there's at least a five-second period oh, okay. of the series where it isn't just blatant fan service of a 16-year-old. And, and for weeps, that's balance. Look, if we're if we're grading it on the curve of other <laughs> horny anime, then like, yeah, okay, I can see that. Oh man, that is truly uh, this is That's a low ass bar, is say. Yes, and the fact of the matter is, is this show is a uh, very uh highly praised for the wholesome aspects of it, uh, primarily due to the main character uh, Kitagawa Marin, and uh, that is. One of the main reasons this is popular is uh, her specifically. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, 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 the the one. And it's not. With it's not just physics. because wow, of the okay. horny. It's not just because of the horny. You I swear that, to God, John. I swear to God, it's not just. It's because of the horny. Well, yeah. I oh mean, my. a lot of anime are often uh, not popular just because of the horny, but just using the horny as a significant portion of it. You know, like yeah, yeah. Kenshi Muyo isn't just popular because it's horny but part of why <laughs> I, I feel like i feel like a lot of uh horny anime they exist primarily to provide plausible deniability to the weebs so yep. it's like yeah we all know why you're watching but here's enough reasons that you can pretend is actually the real reason I mean, hey, look I, look like fair as as somebody who went to art school let me just... <laughs> oh did you now jordan i i did go to i, I did go to art Cool. Yes. Uh, you know, you, look, sometimes art's kind of horny. Sometimes you put your sexuality into art. And sometimes that's a good thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm open-minded here. You know, I don't know anything about this. I have not seen this shit on social media. So I don't know. Hey, uh, maybe, maybe it's actually really good. Would you guys like me to explain what it's about as opposed to you guys just assuming it's just horny for horny's sake? Yes. <laughs> sure. Okay. But is it also that? <laughs> uh weirdly i don't think so okay uh is this show horny one thousand percent uh but most people that i've been talking to have been praising it for uh other reasons uh but here's the basic premise of it uh it's about our two main characters uh wakana gojo and uh kitagawa marin uh and our main dude gojo uh is kind of an introvert to the highest degree uh, one of the biggest introverts on the face of the planet, you might imagine. And uh, he spends most of his time just 
quietly perfecting but, but his then, art of making. But a girl who's very extroverted, very energetic, also pretty quirky and wacky, a bit of a manic pixie dream girl, if you will, <laughs> she enters into his life and suddenly everything is wildly different. Not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very much... Uh, uh, he spends most of his time. I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> yeah, just, gonna gonna just, you, just, just force yourself through it. <laughs> uh, he spends most of his di- uh, days doing uh, the uh, dr- uh, traditional Japanese art of uh, making hina dolls, which are these uh, little hand painted uh, wooden figurines with little hand sewn uh, garments, and they're very interesting and pretty to look at. Honestly, uh, that's basically all he spends his time doing, and essentially has no friends because of it, because he doesn't interact with anybody. Uh, all he really cares about is getting better at that and wanting to be as good as his grandfather, who he thinks is the coolest in the world. And, <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, since, you know, it's a bit of a weird hobby and he was ridiculed once as a kid for it, he tries not to, you know, display that as his hobby. He just kind of, you know, disassociates from all other people his age, which is a little too relatable for a lot of people in our Fucking community. Fucking mood. Relatable to- yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you telling me that that's a story that, uh, anime fans can relate to? Yeah, I know, it's a bit that. weird. Yeah, a bit weird. I don't think I agree with Except that. this guy's hobby is actually useful and interesting. <laughs> As opposed to just watching anime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're it, practicing a traditional art style. It, it, yeah, I let me put it this way. If someone's like, oh yeah, I craft these, these little intricate uh, dolls, I'm like, oh okay. But if they're like, yeah, no, I, I watch anime, I'm like, oh fuck. All right, <laughs> and that's go. how we met, actually. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. He thought I was crafting dolls when, in fact, I was just watching anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot about the other potential things he could be doing. And by comparison, actually, yes, that is very interesting. At, you know, that's mean. That is actually interesting. You know, whatever. <laughs> fuck it. I don't know. Shut me out of this episode. I don't want to be here anymore. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Look, I'm, just, I'm just saying, the guy with the art degree is bashing other people's art. Yeah, it's a bit that's strange, why I stopped you know? saying that in the middle of uh, talking about it. I kind of realized that, too, yeah. <laughs> hey, that, that's what this podcast is all about, you know? Self-reflection and understanding. You're lying about yourself. I actually have a, uh, a literature degree. <laughs> oh, really? Literature is not art. oh gods Jordan that reminds me you still didn't actually confirm did you learn the word emblematic from watching HB Bomber Guy because he uses it a ton I'm like because you've talked about like oh I don't know all these fancy words you use David like in Big a fancy word uh, yeah, it's definitely more than one syllable. So yeah, that's, I think that's, yeah, that, I would say I, a four-syllable word. You really think that emblematic is a super obscure fancy word like on the I, on the level of like I don't I don't know phenomenology. Or, uh, oh, or, yeah, like, no, emblematic is not Deluvian. on the same tier as phenomenology. Yeah, like the. I, I don't even think I know what phenomenology is. I, I think it's a phenomenon, I assume. It's just literally the study of things happening, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in a really pretentious way. And then Hegel starts talking about dialectic, and then there are a bunch of other words that don't make any sense. It just, don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, nerds. Uh, back to the anime. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Shock and horror. Uh, one of the girls in his class, uh, Marin Kaitagawa, is uh a very ex uh extroverted. Uh, I'm not gonna say manic pixie dream girl. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say it. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Yes. I'm just gonna say she's. You're a, going to describe one. Yes. She's a very extroverted, uh, happy-go-lucky gyaru uh style. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> 
Remington, we've we've talked about Gyaru so many have times we? on this podcast. We have. And uh, uh, Gyaru Remington is our version of, is like the Japanese equivalent of like a super popular, like, yes, queen type of girl. <laughs> uh, okay, and cool. Dylan's going to save that clip forever. I <laughs> It's going to be his ringtone. Yeah. A, a valley girl type of thing. So like very preppy, very outgoing, very like uh, hip with the slang and pop culture and all that high fashion, that kind of thing. Yep. And uh, and one day, uh, Kitagawa uh, walks in on him practicing with the sewing machine and uh, is instantly uh, enamored because uh, Kitagawa has a dream. Uh, and her dream is she wants to be a cosplayer and cosplay all of her favorite characters. Oh. Oh, okay. And 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 now <laughs> and oh, he is God. just a, a conduit for her to achieve her dreams. Who cares uh, about what he and he gets to spend time with an attractive girl who pretends like she cares about him. Okay, I, I see the dynamics okay. forming. This is literally all I wanted Here's in the... high school. <laughs> oh, shush, shush. We're not supposed to bring up the wish fulfillment. We're not supposed to bring it up. We're supposed to be the... <laughs> We're supposed to talk about this objectively. Come on. Guys being like, oh man, if only a girl would walk in on me watching anime and be like, oh man, I really like anime. And then we became wife. <laughs> like, it Aww. just is bullshit. Like, it's just sad. <laughs> it's sad. And but without here's... me having to put in any actual effort. So that's where a uh, your standard uh, crappy, horny romance anime would go, that in that <laughs> exact direction, Remington. Uh, this one, surprisingly, does not go in that direction. Oh, my. Uh, uh, it uh, actually starts with uh, him, uh, her being interested in sewing and uh, wanting to show off uh, what she's been working on, because she's been trying to learn how to sew herself uh, to do cosplay stuff, and she's abysmal at it. And... Yeah. Gojo starts talking about uh, how things could be fixed, and essentially they build a relationship as friends first, trying to Is figure it, out. I, I'm I'm wildly skeptical of that, but we'll see. We'll see. Yes, as and uh, she asks him if uh, he can help her make uh, this cosplay outfit because she's so passionate about it, and he sees that passion, and uh, he uh, says he will. And it and it's the story essentially just is of their relationship. Uh, making cosplay stuff, and it is actually very highly detailed and accurate on uh, what it's like to be a cosplayer. Because back, like I, I did a lot of cosplay back in the day. I'd like to do more, but anyways, it is it. Not only is this a story about these two characters and their journey to become like friends and closer than that, it's also like very accurately talking about the nature of cosplay, what goes into it, the stresses of making cosplay. And I found that very fascinating with how accurate it was. Like, there are several moments in this series that I I was like, I have done that exact same thing. I have seen that exact same thing happen. And oh, yeah, I've gotten heat stroke from cosplay because I wasn't taking care of myself. I remember that exact moment. Uh, I don't know, man. It, like, while this is a very horny show, it's also an interesting show in regards to, like, the accuracies of being a cosplayer like it's mm -hmm. almost educational on like the cosplay experience which is interesting to me i i just feel like there, there's been so many there's been mm -hmm. so many anime that we've watched on this podcast where it's like all right so the main character they uh they watch anime a lot they're not going anywhere in their life they're just fucking it all up and like that's been the premise to so many anime. but that's not the premise to this one remington 
I mean, the best the best series about anime fans ever created was still Anime Club by Casey Green. It really was the peak of culture. Is there anything else we need to know, Sean, before we we all jump into this journey together? Honestly, he loves us. No, I mean, we'll see. Uh, We'll see how much you guys. We'll see how much you guys bully me in the second half because I will say this is probably my my biggest guilty pleasure show, and I I will also reemphasize. It's not because of the horny. It's because of like the nostalgia for me. I okay. I mean, la- last time we all, <laughs> last time uh, we we did a collab together. We we came into part two, uh, pleasantly surprised. All all uh, yeah. being more pleased than we thought we would. Maybe this will be the same, or maybe we will be horrendously disappointed and dunk on Sean for forty minutes in the part. Two. I think that'll be great either way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, there's not much else to say. It's a show that is very horny, but also has a lot of interesting, uh, facts and logic. Um, so with that, it, no, okay. <laughs> going to start talking uh, about fucking Atlas Shrugged and how, like, uh, oh, oh, you know, she is 16, oh, Mr. Stat. Is that, <laughs> when's the Atlas Shrugged <laughs> anime, actually? Oh, it'd be so bad. Oh, fuck. There's one dude you know, working gotta... on it, but it's never going to get made because he refuses to ask anybody else for help. That has to be a libertarian. <laughs> Isn't that? <laughs> it's Attack on Titan. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's nice when somebody else bashes Attack on Titan on our show. You're welcome. <laughs> By the way, I totally was hoping that you are going to be like, you'd set everything up. I'd be like, yeah, it came out this year. Nah, just fucking kidding. We're finally doing Evangelion, bitches. <laughs> Because that's what that, you that's what you do for a two hundred episode. But it would have been it I've been preparing that one for years and it's gonna take some time. That's episode uh, five hundred. But with that in mind, guys, I think that about does it. Uh let's take a break and let's go watch the first five episodes of My Dress Up Darling. Sounds good to me. And the real darlings were the friend we made among the way. This isn't something good, you know, this isn't Sword Art Online. This isn't Attack on Titan. I'm so angry at you right now, Rem. Yes, queen. Because it was like a two-hour movie, and an hour and a half of it wasn't pornography. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching five whole episodes of the hit winter 2022 anime, My Dress Up Darling, and boys, all I have to say is, no matter what we discuss in this half of the podcast, do your best not to think little of me. That's all I request. <laughs> I just want to maintain some semblance of respect. Because I know, I know the issues with the show. But the point is, a lot of people really enjoy the show and they want to see some thoughts and opinions on it. Okay, look, can we just get it out of the way and talk about it right now that we're all, we all agree where we are all uncomfortable with the fact that she's 16. Yeah. Yes, We're yes. all uncomfortable with that. We just, can we just get it out of the way? Cause I, like, so that we don't bring it up all the time. Yes. At because... least she's not 14, like in love rush. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. They... No, this, uh, they, you know what? This series in many ways was superior to love rush. Oh yes. Well, it got and, animated um, for one thing. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sword art online also got animated. That, that, that is, that is a good point. <laughs> so I, I have very strong uh, feelings, and I'll, I'll give my general impressions in just a moment. But before I do, I want to give a chance to our lovely guests to give just their their broad impressions, uh, either first impressions or overall impressions 
of uh of 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 the show. So whichever one of you would like to to go first and just give a an overview of how you're feeling. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> like no, like no, really, I I did. I like I really connected with it as uh as an artist. Like the way that um the way that uh Wakana uh almost Wakanda. I was gonna I, say Wakanda. I, you like, saying man? Every single time I was like. I, like, like, every single time I was like almost Wakanda <laughs> but um every single time he he was he was talking about how like invested he was in his art and when his grandfather uh was talking about like I must have my brushes I was like it, it, when he when he said that I actually looked at the ground because I noticed <laughs> that like there was a crown that he must have dropped when he said that <laughs> You dropped your crown. And because that because he's a fucking king. Oh, like I was God. like, damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that art skill up, man. All like, right. Very you will yeah. very you high will praise from, from Jordan. What about you, David? What are uh, you thinking? I enjoyed it. I actually agree in that I'm not an artist, but I do make podcasts. So I felt that idea <laughs> of like burning the midnight oil, um, getting the editing where I've had it where like I had to like fly out Thursday night. I literally got up at like six AM and just edited for eight hours just to have it done before I, yeah. I went to like a trip. So I really felt that way. I didn't sleep for like a week so we could finish making it. Um, I also feel like the series embodies this idea of Saudade. If you guys, um, I know most of you guys all speak Portuguese here, but for the audience that may not, <laughs> it's, it is the idea of kind of the feeling of longing or melancholy or nostalgia that's supposed to represent like a characteristic of something kind of like missing something in your life that may or may not have actually been a part of your life. And Validation. I feel like this, this really gives that idea. Cause like, that's why, you know, I had to want to go into a different language. Cause there is this idea where this feels like something that we all wish had happened in our life. This idea of having this kind of, I guess, magical girl in our life, having this friendship, especially cause I don't know about you guys. I'm a fucking nerd. So I didn't have the best high school experience <laughs> when it came to talking <laughs> to girls. And this is just like that interesting idea where, I kind of felt like a sense of longingness, like feeling that this is something I was almost nostalgic for, even though it never happened to me. So and first, I, I want. So first, I do want to say, David, uh, this is an anime podcast, so don't worry. We can under we understand where you're coming from. I mean, so we all know Portuguese. Come on, we're talking to girls. Uh, but it, it's uh, one thing I will say, and um, about how uh, be, because like on one hand, yes, it is it is wish fulfillment, um, very clearly, although. The one th one reason that I think it worked for me was that you could kind of see from Maureen's perspective why she was hanging out with him. Because a yeah. lot of this shit, a lot of these manga, it it's like, yeah, the girl is great, but why the fuck is she hanging out with this guy? You know, here it's very much, no, he's really doing something for her and he's working really hard and she sees that. And, uh, you know, so it, it doesn't feel as much of pure wish fulfillment. It feels a little bit yeah. more. Okay. Yeah. She, can, can I just yeah. say, uh, I, I think it is fantastic that we have both of you uh, on this episode. Uh, Sean, you, you said in part one of this episode, you said that you, you promised the show is more than just horny. Um, I, yes. And and it, it it's true. It is more than just horny. Uh, it is also... Uh, uh, very horny. Trash. Oh, it's a bad <laughs> show. It is a very. I'm glad we have guests uh, on so that we can uh, receive a little bit less flack for this episode because I uh, there were some moments where I thought, oh, I might actually enjoy the show. Uh, no, I think this is 
a very, very, very bad show. Uh, really? And, I, <laughs> and as well, I don't worry. I have pl many reasons, some very prominent. Uh, but to to anybody, here's the thing, Sean. You you mentioned how it's like, oh no, it's a perfect blend between wholesome and horny. And what I'm reminded of when you say this, and after watching my dress up, darling, uh, on Reddit, there's the subreddit, uh, like wholesome anime memes or whatever, yep. right? Uh, which occasionally hits the front page and I'll see one or two. And almost every time I click on that and see the wholesome anime meme, um, it's not very wholesome. It's it, what, what they think is wholesome is almost always, man, a pretty girl paying attention to me. Pretty yeah. wholesome fellas. <laughs> and it's like, I don't yeah. think, I don't think that's what that means. I don't think you guys... Y'all are just lonely. <laughs> it's not, yes, there is, yes. There's absolutely not the yes, IRL. I've discovered it. Which is what it's, it's for. It's a, an, anime is the medium for lonely people. You've discovered the yeah. secret. Listen, Rem, if I wasn't a lonely person, I wouldn't have started a podcast with Jordan. Yeah, well, Rem, you also have a podcast where you watch anime. Don't try and tell me that you've got the most vibrant Rem, social Rem, life you are not being, so like, Rem, you're not being very sadade right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I and you know I don't believe in your dedication to spark emotion. <laughs> it's like you don't. Okay? We'll, well, we'll get into well. Let, let's get into the show properly so we can discuss the ins and outs about why we all. By the way, feel the way we. I do. just want to say I went on wholesome anime memes, and the first picture is from this anime. <laughs> of course, it would be. Yeah. Say the first picture. It's like the first five pictures. Um. Wait. Let me say second. You're, no, second picture was a Keanu Reeves. Sad Keanu Reeves meme. You 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 can you can check it right now. The ones that get to the front page, so many of them are just, man, I really wish I had a cute waifu. And it's just overloaded with that. And uh, guys, guys, that can't be. That's the entire genre, Remington. That's the whole and point. I'm saying this genre is <laughs> fundamentally flawed for so many reasons. Uh, but let's start with episode one. Episode one, we open. We, we have our main character, uh, Gojo. We get a little flashback about with him and his Hina dolls and him uh, being told by a, another young girl, essentially like, dolls are for girls, how dare you? Which, first of all, fuck gender roles. I think we can yep. agree. Fellas, yeah. if you if you like dolls, whether that be Hina dolls or hell, if, if, if a little boy likes Barbie, you do you. You have, do whatever you want to. It does not matter. Dinner rolls, not gender yeah. rolls. <laughs> there you go. Uh, then we, we get to modernity. He has a morning with his grandpa, where his grandpa's like, hey, so uh, you got any friends? Which uh, Gojo doesn't. He he has no friends. He's he's a sad I loner. His grandpa. But at school that day, he happens to run into, or rather, a gr the girl flies into his desk. And a girl gives herself a concussion yeah, very yeah, clearly. Oh, yes. Just for no <laughs> yeah, reason. They just don't care. I, they, they don't explain it. I love it. I love it. Yes. Just, Listen, she's just too beautiful to get a concussion. You have to invent Jordan. in your mind. You have to invent in your mind some reason why this pretty girl was just flying through the air and got a concussion by hitting her head on this guy's desk. They don't explain what was they happening. Do not. You just have to go. Well, Jordan, she doesn't remember what was happening because she just had a concussion. You know what? That's very true. That makes sense. So then we get the first real example of wish fulfillment. Like she greets, talks to Gojo for a little bit. Then she goes, talks to her friends. And as she's talking to her friends, one of the things that they bring up uh, is how she like rejected a guy because he dissed anime. And one line that she says, it's basically, I don't care that he was hot. He insulted anime, uh, which is 
Yes. That's a wish yes. fulfillment line right there, where where all the weebs are like, I I may not be conventionally attractive, but I wouldn't make fun of her for liking anime. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, I yeah. I mean, I, I mean, here's she was basically saying this asshole was nagging me. Fuck that. Yeah. Which, like, to be fair, nagging <laughs> terrible strategy. Uh, but as we yeah, will yeah. get to, um, right now the first episode is establishing a very clear thesis statement, and that is, hey, it's sort of fucked up to attack people's uh passions, the things they really care about, the things they work really hard for. Right? It's sort of fucked up to just dismiss those and antagonize those, right? Uh, which, all right, perfect. Real solid thesis statement. Now, I, I just want you guys to put, put that to the side momentarily because then, uh, eventually, uh, Gojo needs to start using the sewing machine at school, and he does so, and Marin catches him, and, uh, and she's like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And she gets really excited because he's interested in sewing and presumably making clothes and she's been working real hard at her cosplay so she she brings it she has brought it to school she puts it on she's very excited to show gojo her cosplay uh and he sees it right and it, it's clearly she doesn't have a lot of experience but it's something she's very proud of otherwise why would she be showing it it's something she's very passionate about uh and then immediately gojo whose distinguishing characteristic is the trauma he was inflicted when he was, like, eight because a girl said, wow, that's lame as fuck to him. He goes in hard against Marion. He attacked, he's like, this is terrible. No one could even think that the quality of, of this stitching is good. Oh my god, I can't even imagine how it's possible to be this bad. Rem, what the rem, fuck? Rem, Rem. Rem, 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 you absolute baka. <laughs> you absolute total baka. You don't understand. Gojo cares unbelievably. Like, his primary thing is not that he's scared. His primary thing is that he is obsessed with Hina dolls and the craftsmanship mm -hmm. that goes into it. He can't help himself. He shows, she shows him this, and he just immediately goes into, like, uh, critique mode where he's just like oh my god look at this i must fix this he, how, how did how did you do this and he doesn't even realize it and he starts apologizing sure, he sure. starts apologizing he realizes he did that and he was like oh shit i'm I don't sorry think that's an excuse that. though because he like, goes in hard and imagine i could easily picture an alternate reality where she's like wildly embarrassed now and then just they stop talking she decides all right cosplay isn't for me i'm just gonna quit that entirely once again because it it's against the thesis statement. Sure, he he does apologize. Cool. But it fundamentally takes our protagonist, who's supposed to be the victim in in a, basically the whole that we've seen so far, and all of a sudden, he becomes the biggest asshole who is completely against what the show has thus far. There is... Th Rem, there's completely a... Completely disagree. I think Com there's a detail you're missing with in that. that. Wow! He is, what a bet! Wow! He is literally... Wow, you know, Ben Wyatt from Parks and Recreation, but as a Japanese man that's obsessed with sewing dolls, it's literally <laughs> the same energy where he's like, I don't even have time to explain to you why you're wrong. And he's like, this is going to bother me. I, I actually need to explain to you why you're wrong. And it just, you know, he's clearly just a Ben Wyatt yeah, deviant because yeah. we fucked you, with the time stream. No, the, the, David, the way yeah, you and, just explained it where she, it's like, no, no, I, I need to address this. It'd be fine if it's like, <laughs> hey, let, let's, let, let's talk about this. There's a lot of room for growth. Here's ways that you can help. No, he, he is blatantly antagonistic. Rem, when Rem, you say 
I can't even imagine if if someone deliberately tried, it wouldn't even be this bad. Like, if you're making comments like that, that's not just, oh, this is something I care about. You are being a blatant asshole there. And he really, and he apologizes for it. He's oh, also 16 so years mad old right now. A lot of oh people are God. blunt assholes. Sure. And, and if the, if the show was like, wow, yeah, he's sort of an asshole, that'd be fine. But the show doesn't view him as an asshole. It's like, it, it said, it's like, ah, oh, he went a little bit overboard, but he said, sorry. So it's okay. Meanwhile, the one eight year old girl is emblematic of his trauma. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm so angry right now. I feel like Sean's just like doing his tasks. Oh no, this is this is this is how I get Zen. I am I have faced this uh, this wrath and this fire so many against so many shows that I love and appreciate uh, that you know you get used to it. You get used to it. I feel like I feel like on the spectrum right now. I the point of his character is that he's a social idiot. Oh my god, and it's about how like it's all right because. He no, but here's it, the thing. He cares super, if he was just a social and she, idiot, and she knows that she didn't do it very well, and she didn't know, and she knows that she didn't do it very well, and she's like, "No, I want to hear your opinion because you understand this shit." And like, like, come on, like, tell me, yeah. And she, she is kind of hurt, but she takes it in stride because she know because what she really wants is she wants a high quality cosplay, and she knows, okay, this guy's giving me some actual like criticism here, and he under he clearly understands what the fuck he's talking about, and it's just. Uh, he's just responding in that way. Like, I don't know. Like, I completely right. bought it. I didn't see any issue with it. Like, uh, like, yeah, he's kind of, yeah. Right. Jordan's kind entire of response idiot. is showing his wife. Point. He didn't see any issues with his behavior, Rem. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see any issues. So, I like how uh, with his behavior. I feel episode. like, Oh, I'm sorry, Rem. You're right. I'm just gonna let this you girl are... walk around in that shitty cosplay. Yeah, Wait, sure. It's the right, only yeah. way to make any sort of that. critique by being the biggest asshole of all time. He was not being the biggest <laughs> asshole. He could have been a way bigger asshole. I have been in some art critiques where the and it's the fundamentally a worse assholes. and that more detrimental nothing. way of giving critique. Like, I mean, Rem, don't I, you I've trash like ninety-eight percent of the things you watch on this show? You say are terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm not talking to like the producers and creators of the show trying to make it so that they are becoming better. No, you're just talking to the people who love the anime and love all that stuff. You are the I antithesis know, to this I, anime. I never said that you I are, was you... the embodiment of the thesis statement. <laughs> I am saying the show at one point makes a, it's like, hey, here's one of the biggest points of the entire show. And then And they do it on uh, purpose! That's the whole they know I, I that they're think... doing it! I think they give it too much of a pass, but let's let's continue. She ends up asking for help, and uh, he's like, "All right, cool." So we, yeah, <laughs> Jordan, uh, Jordan, Jordan, big guy, do a lap. We get into episode two, where uh, we get some exposition no. about the cosplay Marion is trying to do uh, from uh, an arrow gay f- uh, called Slippery Girls Two. Uh, it has a longer title, but that that's the gist. Uh, <laughs> she knows. gives him like a big. Yeah, yeah, like, humiliation, humiliation squad, squad uh, or something. Married uh, <laughs> yeah. ends up just going. <laughs> oh, my my favorite, my favorite <laughs> shitty looking. Uh, oh, I thought you were gonna make a Teen Girl Squad humiliation reference. squad. <laughs> oh God. no, I was uh, Marion goes to uh, Gojo's family shop uh, and is like, "All right, let's get stuff started." And he's like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah." Uh, and then they do. Most of the episode is measuring, uh, getting her measurements and all that. 
in which, uh, and, and you may not enjoy this either, uh, she blatantly sexually harasses him. Now, here's why this gets a pass, because at multiple times, he is blatantly mm. uncomfortable, and even at one point, he's like, hey, I feel like you could probably just do this yourself, and she's like, no, do it now. And the reason why this gets a pass, one, because it's a girl towards a guy, but then two, it's because the weebs watching the show aren't thinking like, wow, she's really not respecting his boundaries. They're thinking, man, I wish that was me. Exactly. And so, and so it just goes through. But that doesn't mean that it's okay. No, it is still blatant sexual harassment and complete ignorance of any type of boundaries, mm -hmm. which yep. is not okay. Nope. But the show doesn't care about that yeah. because, once again, it's just there to be like, oh, fellas, don't you wish you were in this position? Hoo-wee! So what's what's like a, a good um a good thing that you like that's not wish fulfillment? What what do you mean? I feel like I feel like a lot of fiction is just wish fulfillment. Like that's almost the whole point. Like I mean, there it's more blatant than a lot of other things. Don't get me wrong, but that is also no. Well, like here's said, an example. I, I could I could watch like an intense drama where someone has a very difficult choice. Oh, okay, so either I need to go save my family or uh, my best friend who just saved my life. Uh, this is a really fucked situation. I don't want to be in that situation, but if the story's told right, I'm very interested in the story that's going on. There's many ways that aren't blatant wish fulfillment. And even further, there are ways that you can do wish fulfillment where you don't need things such as sexual harassment or a hypocritical uh, message or story and or where you completely forget characterization or interesting plot or interesting character dynamics you could have those things but and wish fulfillment but when you decide to only have wish fulfillment and not those things but then people are like yeah it's good why just the wish fulfillment that's when i have uh more issues with it well yeah but i also don't i don't know i kind of disagree about it just being wish fulfillment i feel like this series was largely about like um i mean it was largely about how like creative passions and stuff like are very important and empowering like yeah even if other people don't recognize it and i think i think i do think like that one scene that like you keep harping on i think that that was like a very brief no, it moment wasn't. In it was pretty it was series. a pretty long part of that episode <laughs> no, yeah like, like... it is the inciting incident of their yeah. relationship listen that was that was uh someone that someone listens to be like it was eight minutes and i know very well why <laughs> Yeah. Well, and and if yeah, you want the the yeah. a story about like uh the creative process, uh Sean, what what is the one where it was all about like creating uh anime and creating manga and it was oh, like uh, ridiculously well done. Uh that was uh keep your hands off Azoken. Oh my god, that one was a masterpiece. Yeah. It gets into the feeling of creativity and working on something beautifully. It also has very fun, interesting characters who have a great group dynamic. Uh, if, if you want something with all of that, then that's the show you want to watch. But if you're like, yeah, I like cosplay and I'm also feeling pretty horny. All right. Yeah. No, this will be the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
It's just it's wholesome oh, softcore yeah. pornography. Is really <laughs> there yeah, is again. Yeah, I disagree yeah, with yeah. the wholesome message because it's only wholesome in the sense that man, I'm lonely and I wish I had a pretty girl. It's not even saying like, Do oh man, under- I want human yeah. connection. It is very specifically, I want a hot girl. If it was like, wow, look at these people as friends. Like Sean, you made a comment that's like, oh no, it develops them as friends. Unironically, they have. One scene in the first five yeah. episodes that doesn't, it, that isn't like trying to develop them as I, as a potential love interest or just a, a sexual interest. One scene that feels like it's oh, yeah, genuinely yeah, yeah. just developing their friendship and all the rest, it's like, oh, look at that. They could end up together. And also look at her. Right. And one scene in five episodes doesn't indicate to me that they are really trying to establish that platonic relationship first. Like, I I think the only way that these things could be said is if they're said in the context of people whose perspective has been so warped by anime, where it's like, hey, but look, it beats out these other anime and these criteria. And it's like, sure, maybe it does but I would probably be trashing those anime as well. <laughs> Damn. I guess I, I view this because you got to remember also on the spectrum of, you know, softcore hentai, this is still pretty <laughs> over the line of. But, but why, why is, why is that the measurement? So, all right. Why all right. is that the here's, bar? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Yes. It's it's uncomfortable because she's fucking. 16. Look, I haven't even brought that up. But at, at the if very you remove least, that from the equation, it's still fucked up. Oh my god! At the very least, uh, at the very least, I can see it from the perspective of we are looking from Gojo's perspective and Gojo's whole thing. It's also about his own repressed sexuality. That is like a huge portion of this anime. That is kind of like an undercurrent. So it does. It, it at least makes some semblance of sex. <laughs> Oh my god. It does at least make some semblance of sense that like All right, let let me let me ask you girl Jordan honestly she's just super hot. Um do you think that the primary reason that we have all of the jiggle physics, right? And all all of the voyeuristic shots, mm-hmm. do you think that it is more so to explore the depths and nuance and symbolism of uh of a a boy understanding his sexuality or to get higher ratings and and more downloads and more views. See the beauty of art <laughs> if, is that if, you can you can do you can do multiple sure, things at sure. once. I, I'm just saying, what, what do you think is the primary driver? Which one of those do you think is more at the forefront of the creator's mind when when they're having uh, the the very elaborate boob physics? I think it goes back and forth. Okay, so so you think they'd think be incapable. Uh, or that it would be a lesser story without the boob physics. Do you think that would that would fundamentally attack the symbolism? <laughs> hmm. And this is the point where Let's I remind see. the audience that uh, Remington Chase this is, is, the a, point is where... a debate teacher. <laughs> is... You know what? Mm, sometimes sexuality is important in art. That wasn't my argument at all. That's how I, I, I think listen, that I, listen, I would argue that that is your argument. At no point I did I refute I your argument. At no you point know? did I refute that sexuality can be important. It was what role does it play in this show primarily, right? It's one of those things. It's like uh, the the uh, pro ZD 
uh, clip where it's talking about the boob window where someone's like, oh, yeah, that fan service was unnecessary. And a wee barges in. It's like, oh, no, it's actually real metaphorical, real meaningful. Yeah. Actually. Power Girl's boob window. Yes, it's very important. Oh, God. Power Girl's boob window. Yeah. No, I mean, I no, I get it. I understand. <laughs> it's like, again, I can sit here for like, I, I can either be angry about the softcore porn anime I just watched being <laughs> softcore porn, or I can try and look back, or I can try and accept the whole premise of the manga or the anime. And it's, um, no, I mean, yeah, obvious. Obviously, it's trying to be horny. Right? I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I feel like it's trying I, I, to be horny. I feel like one like, thing about it is with this kind of critique, I feel like ultimately this series is fucking candy. There's no nutritional value. Look, we just read Love Rush, all right? Jeez. We just read Love Rush. You have no idea how much better this is than Love Rush, okay? You really just Rebel. don't. Here's the thing. Jeez. Love Rush isn't what I'm basing all of my media opinions on. <laughs> like, I'm not like, you're right. You're, base, better or you're, worse you're basing it on bad opinions. <laughs> you're basing it on, on Baka American <laughs> stuff that you oh enjoy, okay? No, you oh guys. Sean, I'm just going to let this play out. Let's move on into episode three. Why yeah. don't you get into high three? We're on start episode one, homie. Hold on. Hold on. Episode three. Get the cope spray. Calm down, Weeb. Calm down. <laughs> all right. All right. I, I have something I want to say about episode two oh, sure. or three. In that, when I put this up on the Funimation app, it's a TVMA. And I yeah. went, oh, man, am I going to see some actual titties in this show? And yeah. I checked, and my friend said no. And I was like, that's weird. Because usually you can still be PG-13 with a ton of fan service. Like, look at One Piece. Yeah. Then the start of it was their episode two or three when he has the flashback, and he pulls up the yeah, covers yeah. and checks his crotch. Because if you didn't know if you had a wet dream, I was like, that's yep. why this is yep. a TVMA rated show. <laughs> yep, that's how we open episode three. Okay. Um, and I liked how he looked at the Hina doll. Like, the Hina doll was like, she's like, I see everything. <laughs> yeah, let me just add another thing. Gojo is real weird with his Hina doll. So I've, I've made the yeah, statement. Yeah. It's okay if a guy is into dolls. Totally cool. You got um, it, doll face. But the way he, the way Gojo handles his dolls is akin to the weeb who has the dolls in the jars, right? Because he'll interact and he has yeah. this, what I can only describe as a sexually nervous and like flustered and blushing response to his dolls. It seems sexual. It seems yeah. horny. It seems horny. No, absolutely. Which I completely agree. That's it's, weird. It, that's weird. It's strange. Choice. Because it's like, hey, no, he's just really passionate. But also... He's it seems like he's turned on by his dolls, and it's like, wait, I thought no, you're he's... trying to like remove the stigma. You're like, oh no, it's not weird, but it's like, oh no, it's not weird that little Timmy is playing with Barbie. He just enjoys dolls. But then, if little Timmy's like, oh yeah, Barbie, oh look at how you can move, See, like, um, no, okay, maybe then it starts to get weird. So here's the thing: I think uh, one of the disconnects is that like. You think that the manga say or the manga? Now I'm fucking. <laughs> usually I'd fuck it up the other way. Uh, you're 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 talking about the anime as if like it's saying no, he's not weird for doing this. I see it as saying no, he is weird for doing it, but it's okay to be weird. That's how I view it because he is. It is but weird. It, it, it wasn't you know? saying the the show at no point has been like yeah, no, it is weird that he has a sexual attraction, but that's okay. It's the fact that he has the Hina dolls at all. It's the show has said. The, that's what people are claiming is weird, right? 
Ram, 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 ram. Uh, <laughs> I understand. It, it's this thing called, called Jordan is, <laughs> Jordan is about Jordan is about to read the Rick and Morty high IQ copy. He, he is getting that phrasing yeah. right. You, you have to have a really high IQ <laughs> yeah, like my dress up darling is what I'm saying. When you say subtext, I think it just relates to like what I mentioned in part one. Where the show is just trying to get enough plausible deniability that you can make bullshit excuses and be like, no, actually, it's fine. When actually, we all understand that, no, that's not what's going on. <laughs> I am gathering up the spirit bomb from all the listeners <laughs> who are ang just as angry as me right now. I hear so you, my friends. So episode three. We will vanquish this Episode three this continues where uh, uh, we briefly see uh, Marion's friends who it seems like she's very close with, but in five episodes in, it does the anime thing of, oh yeah, she has other friends, but they really only show up to comment on her possible relationship with Gojo and nothing else. I mean, five out of like 50. There's only 12 I mean, episodes, my guy. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Dead ass. Really? Yeah. Oh, it, it's, one of those, it's one of those oh, tropes that oh. I always dislike where it's like, Oh yeah, no, they're my super close friends. Anyway, they're not a part of my life anymore because they're not the protagonist. Uh, which is always just a little bit uh, annoying and and lazy in my mind. Not, it's very common, yeah, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. but never. I don't love it. Uh, then Gojo decides he's going to ignore Marion because oh, what if people think that we are uh we're like together and she gets embarrassed or something? And she finds him eventually, and they agree to go shopping together. Uh, it, I, I will say, I think Gojo's pity party is pretty annoying, both in this episode and generally, because it's one of those things where we're supposed to feel sympathy towards Gojo, but he's so self-pitying as to be an active asshole. And don't get... <laughs> worked on me. See, and unfortunately, it's one of the most annoying personality types that like I've interacted with in real life, because uh. when people are like, Oh no, woe is me to such a degree that also it's all about me and must all be all about me. Like it's not, it, it's, oh God. no, she would be so embarrassed to be with me. So I'm just going to do my own thing and it requires her to come up and talk to me and blah, blah, blah. It, it's so inconsiderate. Yeah, almost like it's a character flaw that the series is, a, and the series is about him overcoming it. Or I, I think the I character know. flaw that the show addresses <laughs> is that like he struggles socially, um, but I, I think that yeah. fundamentally it doesn't address the character flaw that he's an inconsiderate asshole. It it doesn't talk about that. If you ask, the, and I know that because the fact that I'm saying he's an inconsiderate asshole, despite him demonstrating now multiple times that he's an inconsiderate asshole uh, who has said harmful things and doesn't consider the effect that it will have on others, doesn't consider the effect his actions will have on others repeatedly. Um, the fact that that opinion, a lot of weeps are going to be like, what are you talking about? Shows that the show doesn't think that's what's happening. It, it recognizes there's a character flaw. It doesn't think that that is the character flaw, which shows a disconnect from what the show is representing to what it's trying to accomplish. I'm just feeling really attacked right now for some reason. I can't figure out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, uh. It also, I, I will also address, like, you, some people will be like, oh, no, he's considering, he's being super helpful. Like, look at the shopping episode, right? He's helping her out uh, a bunch, helping with the materials and stuff. But it doesn't come across in this episode as like, wow, look, he is a good person. Or, wow, he's such a good friend. It comes across as, man, 
he really wants those titties. You uh, think so? Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I yeah, saw it as Jordan, I saw it. Jordan, you don't act like that for a girl you don't find attractive. Yeah, considering every scene in every environment, he's like he's he ends up whether it's like she's getting dressed up uh at his house or they're shopping and she's trying stuff on or any of that, right? And it makes a concerted effort to to show, wow, look how sexy she is. And and his responses to it, where he's like, oh man, she's so sexy right now. It comes yeah. across, at, and, and I'm not saying, like, obviously this isn't the intended result, but the fact that this is a very easy way to read it, that he's not doing it just because, like, wow, I care about you as a person, but rather, man, I really hope this goes somewhere. She's so hot and she's paying yeah. attention they, to me. They I feel really, like that was I, the intended. I mean, thing, I, I, I feel, I, I agree with Rem where this series literally makes everything that has to do with the main girl whose name escapes me. Um, Mary sexual which is weird because she is 16 and also it does make it feel like she can't do anything you know like yeah that's part of the playing is she's wearing clothes and she's doing stuff but you can still make that not sexual you don't need to have the main character i thought it was kind of annoying the main character literally was trying to hide his boner in every single scene that involved her (laughs) i guess i just feel like it makes more sense in the context of the main character being a 16 year old yeah but once again just being incredibly isolated that that would support like our argument because okay yeah so he's a 16 year old and he's super horny so therefore the reason he's doing all of this is because he's horny like that supports the thesis but then even we can look at it the opposite way all right you guys mentioned that oh but so he gets horny for her and why does she spend time with him and is it because she's really interested in him as a person like one or two scenes indicate that but the vast majority of scenes indicate yeah the reason they hang out together is because he is doing all of these things for her uh and he's making her dreams come true meanwhile he gets to spend time with a hot girl it's just like a sugar daddy relationship but instead of money it's cosplay but no that's what he thinks it is though but i I think like the series kind of implies like no it's a little bit more than that there's a little bit it implies that but it doesn't show that well you got you didn't watch the whole series. Yeah, but... <laughs> five episodes should be, especially because once again, well, Sean and I assume many fans of the show think, "Wow, look, they really develop it as friends." They're not saying, "Oh yeah, no, it starts out as a total sugar daddy relationship where they don't really—they're just using each other one for validation to be around a hot girl, one so that they can make their cosplay dreams come true." But actually, they don't give a shit about each other. People wouldn't say that that is what the show is about. I think... I think I think I know what's happening. I think you're approaching this with uh, the very uh, unnuanced and uh, unintelligent view <laughs> that the, can all, there can only be one kind of relationship. The series is very deep. The series talks about <laughs> shades of gray. It talks about the the uh, like the different uh, oh, there depths is. of different kinds of relationships you can have, the different ways in which uh, you can have these relationships. No, I I, you know, I will agree. Just, I will agree. You don't have a high enough IQ <laughs> to really understand the fucking depths of my dress up, darling. You're right. The show. <laughs> the show is all about just, shades of gray. Approximately fifty of them. Uh, (laughs) there is absolutely like a weird little BDSM moment like you guys were talking about um, (laughs) the moment when she is uh, like when she is like uh, in the bikini which first of all is there like that much of a difference between wearing underwear and wearing a bikini I never understood this like (laughs) yeah that's it yeah because you can't see you can't see through bikini material 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Jordan's like I definitely try. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, when I, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, with that, with that. I got those X-ray glasses yeah. from that. I, uh, oh, comic I also book. just want to remind you, real casual, that Jordan, we were sixteen, almost fifteen years ago. <laughs> Fuck, you. <laughs> Fuck you, David. Fuck you. Um, yeah. Oh my god. You're gonna be crying uh, no, all there, day, Jordan. There's if, like. Uh, if you keep uh, bashing your head against this wall, trust me. Yeah, you. There's a little. There's like a little bit of a weird like uh, foot fetish. Oh yeah, scene. yeah. It's that was that yeah. Was weird. That, 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 it was <laughs> it also not only everything. a foot fetish scene, but it was it yeah. was Gojo being like, "Hey, I feel like this is really unnecessary, and I'm not comfortable." And she was like, "No, we need a foot fetish yeah. scene now." Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they they we continue the episode. There is one uh, other weird moment in episode three where. Marion is looking at different cosplay photos, and at one point she's looking at photos of a of a child who she says could be an elementary school, and is like, "Man, look at that hottie!" And that was a, a weird, uncomfortable moment. Um, but uh, continuing further, yeah. uh, we learned that there's a, a two week deadline before the next cosplay event, which leads us into episode four, where uh, I think episode four uh, fucks it up. Big time. Uh, episode four is all about uh, first grandpa. He sees that that his grandson has bought lace stockings, which causes him to fall and genuinely end up in the hospital. Like <laughs> yeah, uh, he just he just doesn't know what to do with his grandson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it's genuinely he sees his grandson has lace stockings. He ends up in the hospital. I think that was my favorite <laughs> moment in the series. The, to be honest. <laughs> One of my best, one of the best jokes in the whole series is where the grandpa yeah, opens I, uh, his son's door and his son is like watching this yeah. uh, porn game that Marine is like obsessed with, and he's like, "Oh my god, he's uh, well, I guess he's at that age, but he notices that his son- that his grandson is just looking super intently and taking notes." I, I, I will say, I also, I also really enjoyed that scene. It also was horrible for me because. I've been in that situation because I take notes on what I watch. And so what Chad has me just watching like sexy bullshit nonsense. And I'm just like pausing, taking notes. And I'm like, what am I fucking doing with my life? <laughs> Rebus just like her press size was a double D in this episode two, but it's a C cup, C cup oh, in this scene. It was, it was more so I hope someone got fired for this blunder. So <laughs> but so uh, episode four, uh, Gojo, he has to take care of the Hina doll shop. Uh, some tours are scheduled. He has two weeks to rush a cosplay. Midterms are going on and he has to work on everything. And there, there's a scene that at first I thought this was like a solid scene, right? Uh, because it's him just sitting in bed, overwhelmed. Uh, he has so much going on from his injured grandpa to midterms to cosplay. And he he breaks down a little bit. Uh, and he's mm -hmm. like, I, I just don't know if I can do it all. And, and the right thing for this episode to do would be like, yeah, no, it's okay to say I have a lot on my plate. There's going to be some delays, etc. That is not what this show does. What, you don't get it. What this show Stop instead it. does is he, he, is he remembers, he's like, he thinks about Marion smiling and is like, no, I got to do it for her. And he just pushes himself much, much harder. And so the message that the show instead gives is, no, if it matters, just work harder. Which is not you know a healthy message. You know what? 
You know, you know what though? Uh, at the end, when he gives her that, um, when he gives it to her, and she's like, and she is very upset because she didn't realize that, you know, oh my god, I can't believe you worked this hard through the night. I didn't want you to do that. I didn't realize it was. Let me take ask you, Jordan. Long. Does and she then like, say, "Yeah, um, no, you need to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Like, I really appreciate it, but it's not unhealthy." Or do they then immediately be like, "Oh man, I'm sorry you had to do that." let's try it on man it looks so great i'm so glad this is happening let's go show it off Wait, which which one happens i mean uh, do you do you mean after do you mean after she sobs well, yeah, she, over and she, over again she for feels, making him do this she feels and apologizing bad. and saying oh she my feels god bad that there was miscommunication yeah. but is it then mm -hmm. addressed hey this is really unhealthy i really appreciate it but you got to take care of yourself is that said i mean i feel like that was i feel like that was the whole point of the sequence of events, man. I feel like they were basically saying, this is very unhealthy. Look at how that he's was, destroying That was himself. the secondary and thing. Then at the it end, was like, yeah, no, end, it's a little right, bit unhealthy, right, but it's worth it if it matters. Dude, he like totally like falls asleep on the train. Like he he's completely wrecked his entire like, uh, his like entire But the show isn't like, condemning he that. The show like is shit. saying, he's wow, and look how happy she is. Isn't that worth it? Well, no, because the show is really saying, look at how, uh, at how like happy he is because he accomplished this, and he, and the thing is, it's like, yes, he destroyed himself to do it. You, you've just contradicted, you've it. just contradicted yourself by saying, no, the message is that he needs to take care of himself. To being like, no, the message is, look how he's, he feels so validated because he actually did it. Those are separate messages. What you've just said well, falls yeah. into my argument of, yeah, no, it's worth it. You just need to work harder if it matters. Whether rem, it's rem, if it matters rem, because they're rem, smiling. Rem, 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 <laughs> rem, 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 rem. That's that's what it's that's what it is to be an artist. No, no. you fucking destroy yourself. No, don't. And you do stupid don't hit shit, me with that. Oh no, it's only the, the, the day, only way to be an artist is by punishing like, yourself. You went to art school. You know that that's bullshit. No, but it that's what it's need like. to be like that. I did, I did not learn people that it was bullshit have, in art. People who have I that conception that are just finding school, a way <laughs> to justify their own pain. It's like the people who are like, you know, uh, people, people who are smarter are less happy. That probably explains why I'm so unhappy. It's like, no, actually, that's not how that works. That's actually just a way of justifying some toxic and unhealthy behavior. You can be a good artist without having toxicity in your life. You can be an intelligent person without living a toxic life. You can accomplish amazing things without leading a toxic life. These are not requirements. And to say that they are is actively harmful to people. Are they requirements? No, uh, is the show it's saying not saying they're, they're requirements, requirements though, because I don't think saying, the show is ever it's saying. It's saying that, hey, I mean, if it's worth it, you should do it, which is completely ridiculous. The way that I took that, I took that differently. I thought it was saying like, I think I thought it was more of like, because from my perspective as an artist, if I was in his position and I worked my ass off to do that and I like when he when his response was, oh, I'm so relieved that I, I, now I can work on it. But he was happy in my mind. It was like. I would feel that way too, because at the end of the day, yes, I destroyed myself. I totally fucked up. I don't want to do that again. That was fucking stupid. But at the end of the day, hey, uh, I no, I, I did agree. This. This Creating is, art like, is I, I, lovely. You feel a sense of accomplishment. I'm uh, what my argument is is that you don't need to have 
you don't need to have a breakdown to create art. You could have easily um, imagine if instead, right, you have a scene with them where he's like, I'm sorry, uh, I don't think it's going to be done in time. And then she just like as we saw, she's like, oh, no, it it doesn't need to be. I'm sorry I gave you that impression. And they say, no, like finish it on your own time. I'm just so happy you're doing it. And then he does finish it on his own time. He learns the lesson. And then he feels... And then the series has about? no conflict no, and nothing no, happens. We, we had like conflict of him getting hell. overwhelmed. <laughs> he learns the message. Then he still does finish it. And he still feels validated in his art without being like, oh God. It's the equivalent of saying, hey guys, no, I understand crunch culture and video games. It may, it may be unfortunate, but it's gotta happen. It's just good for the art of the video games, you know? The... No, I I don't I I disagree. I don't think that's what it's saying at all. I think it's saying I think it's a lot. I, I feel like I you both defended. I think it's saying that no, he feels that way. I feel like and you he is a defended very crunch culture person. He's and then 16. argued. Yes, you you've been like Am yeah. I? It's all what? about it's worth it. crunch culture's worth it because he feels what? so validated at the end. And then being like nope, that that's actually not what it's saying. I feel like you've been wildly inconsistent with your messaging. No, here. I'm saying. Oh my god. No, no. Look. All right, look, it was not what he, he absolutely should have called her and told her that, but he couldn't due to his but the own show personal anxiety and the way that he is. Like, the show, it the, absolutely yes, does. the show might say sufficiently. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was reading a show for a, a show, a show where I needed to have fed. all of my morals. No, all right. L- let me ask me. you. Okay, I'll just pick up some Dr. Seuss now and be like, let me oh, ask yeah, you. look, you gotta if like. The show yeah, yeah, uh, yes. presents it, right? And it's like, all right. Uh, so someone is is doing something, and the negative consequences is they have bags under their eyes, right? But then the positive consequences are uh-huh. their friend is super happy uh, after uh, after apologizing for the misunderstanding, is super grateful. Uh, they actually end up doing it. It goes great. He's so happy that he ended up doing it. After being overwhelmed, he ends up deciding, no, I actually really need to try right after having a memory of grandpa being like, oh, it's all about their smiles. And he remembers her smile and being like, well, I got to get that smile. All right. So in, on one hand, we okay, have, Rem. okay, Rem. there are okay, bags Rem. under his eyes and he ends up falling asleep. On the other, it has, after getting mm-hmm. super overwhelmed, instead of learning the message of it's okay to pace yourself. He instead decides, no, I need to go in harder. And that behavior is directly rewarded. But the whole, like, the whole, like, message of the series is that you should be able to set up boundaries and you should be able to make that call and say, hey, I need more time. And he hasn't learned. And this is like the process of him kind of learning that. Like, I mean, here's the thing. To me, it sounds like what you want is you want Martin to be his mom and you want Martin to be like, oh, sweetie, you shouldn't have spent this. It's, it's the only way to have so healthy dynamics. Um, I <laughs> yeah, actually don't. For it to be your Ram, mom? Ram, 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 uh-uh, uh-uh. No, and the, and the whole, you wanted you wanted her to be like, oh, sweetie, this is not healthy. You know what? You know what? Uh, I should I could wear this to make you happy, but what? I think it would be a bad, uh, send a bad message to you, so I'm not going to do it. And in fact, I think that you should not do this anymore and stuff like 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 no she wants to like make him happier and that's what he says and then she's like like yeah we, we, I, I we've know. spent way too much time I, on I this i was just talking for and, about 15 to 20 minutes at this point i i, I, I will just end my thoughts saying sean did wait yeah yeah sean i did posit yeah. an alternative that went nothing shit, like that yes so 
All right, Jordan. 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 What? Shush. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I don't. I don't Fingers know. Fingers on I'm, lips. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jordan, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. Yes. It's just anime. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just what he what does. does. All of his opinions are just as valid uh, as yours. Don't worry, but <laughs> now we just need you guys. You guys just shake I hands. Disagree. Walk but... it off. It's okay. All right. Now, now Sean. <laughs> and then... It's a friendly conversation. Okay. Right. So, it doesn't oh, seem like we, it, we finally can we get to episode five where they they do the cosplay event. They take a lot of photos. There's a, a scene where uh, she ends up a little bit like uncomfortable, a little too hot because the material's too heavy. Uh, uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, then they end up on a train home. He calls her beautiful, which was like it was established as a very important, meaningful word. Uh, before. Uh, and and then he ends up falling asleep. It's very sweet uh, on, on the train home because he is so tired. Fucking mood. Uh, and, and yeah, so th- there there we go. That's the uh mm-hmm. that episode five. Pretty straightforward mm-hmm. overall. Um, nothing like too crazy. I, I, I do have to say, wild. I really appreciate that all the photographers had consent with the photos and how they had a sign. Yeah. I thought that was a really nice touch where he was like, are you sure you want me to get this close? Because I really yeah. thought that they were going to do like, the stupid thing where he was, she was going to get like inappropriately touched yeah. and then they were like, that's just, you know, it's just like not the energy of the series. No, wanted. no. Even if maybe that would have added some depth, but it's just again, as I was trying, they actually, as I was trying, no, I, I agree. That was a good decision. Yeah, because as I was saying, this depth. series, I view this series as just straightforward yeah. kin. And Rem, I know you definitely want to get more out of it. And I just like, you yes. know, it's like just eating a fucking Hershey's bar. It's not very good, but it's a snack. Like, this isn't something good. You know, this isn't Sword Art Online. This isn't Attack on Titan. I was waiting for you guys to stop me with that before. Um, you know, this isn't something <laughs> actually good. Like, I'm not watching this because I... <laughs> this isn't... This, like unironically, Sword Art this Online? Isn't Cowboy Bebop. This is not a series I watched to be intellectually challenged, you know. <laughs> no, this is yeah, a series yeah, where I was like, let's look at some very beautiful animation some minor wish fulfillment, some interesting dynamics, and ultimately, like, damn, I wish that was me when I was 16. Is what I wanted, <laughs> and that's what I got. And that's why I can't fault the series as much as you, Rump, because I yeah. don't have your 800 IQ, you know, <laughs> well, where, and, well, you know, I'm there wasn't enough, they didn't, they didn't speak enough Latin in this series, you know, I wasn't. I'm not intellectually looking down on this show. I love Slice of Life. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I'm a strong proponent Are of you? Slice of Life. Uh, but I... I just strongly disagree with those who say, wow, look what a well done, uh, what well done characters these are or what a well done relationship or how wholesome, because I just don't think that those can be taken from the text without really prying it from it. If you just take the show as like, oh yeah, I'm just here because there's that wish fulfillment and it's, it's a show I can sort of turn my brain off and and check out the jiggle physics and I like cosplay and uh, it's fun to see the cosplay stuff. Sure. Okay. If yeah. those are your opinions, I don't have many disagreements. That's it's, why. Yeah. And that's my it, frame it, of reference. It, sure. 100%. That I have no qualms with. It's only when you try to make yeah. it more than that, that I do. I think Look, if you're I, looking for something more, if you're looking for like wholesome slice of life, uh, in another one that's been popular lately, I think Comey can't communicate. I was had, about to bring that up. I think it did a lot of things that this show tried to do so much better. Or another show, we talked about it already, but uh, Azuken, right? Uh, for the artistic slice of life again, uh, great character dynamics. Uh, 
I, I think both of those would be great choices. Now, as we've already mentioned, I think that if you want a lot of wish fulfillment, if you want for attractive girl and pleasant art style and uh, a pretty straightforward show, sure, 100%. But I think if you're looking for something, if you're specifically looking for like interesting characters who feel human and have really human interactions or a really heartfelt, wholesome or heart-wrenching interaction or any of this, I do not think this is nearly the best show for that. I also, I don't even think it is a good show for following that criteria. Mm. I and mean, here's the thing. Like, I also, I went into this expecting the worst because I am not somebody who watches uh, this kind of romance anime. And so I was like, so I think when I started like, connecting to the uh, artistic aspect of it and like the passion and the feelings that he that he feels and uh, around being an artist and stuff I, I think it really like I was taken I was taken by surprise uh at, at that and, and I also like yeah so I think I think on one hand that is a big thing that's working on me because like look uh yeah you could say that it's wish fulfillment a lot of things try and be wish fulfillment sure. and a lot of them fucking fail you know like so the fact that this was able to do that and engage in a form of wish fulfillment, and yes, there is absolutely an aspect of wish fulfillment to it. I never denied, I never denied that, and I will never deny that. Absolutely. I would have killed to have this girl interested in me when I was 16. 100%. However, it's like, there's a lot of anime like that. And a lot of them do it, it so uh, much <laughs> worse than this. And I feel like, I, I feel like the fact that there is the, the, Blatant sexual harassment going on, the crossing of boundaries, that is not, it, like, the show doesn't care about yeah. that. Like, I, I think we yeah. can all agree, the show doesn't give a shit about Gojo's boundaries. Uh, and it largely, it doesn't give a shit because yeah. he's a dude and... It, yeah. Well, he does. Well, he does. Well, well, the show, yeah, the show doesn't, doesn't care. The show, the show isn't presenting her crossing those boundaries yeah. as like, but you're right. wow, you're, right. you're 100% isn't, right. Isn't this like a little bit pushy? No, it's presenting it as like, yeah. And and that yeah. and and for for something that's trying as to like be BDSM wholesome, sexy that's is completely how it's presenting it. Yeah. Once again, I think <laughs> it, it goes against the message with Gojo being so self-pitying yeah. and so self-conscious, he becomes an inconsiderate asshole to a level that I don't think the show is willing to yeah. acknowledge or address. I, I agree with you. Cause I think he, I, to be honest, I find it kind of at near the last uh, few episodes, right. it was just annoying yeah. how sensitive he was. Like I get it, but it also, again, it means everything has this weird sexual lens where she now yes. is viewed as a sexual object to him. Like, she cannot do anything to exist as a person without him feeling like it's inherently sexual, which I get is the point of the show. And yes, he's overly nervous, but I feel it does cross the line where it just literally, I mean, the series is about her kind of being an object for lack of a better term. I think you guys know what oh, I yeah. mean by that, but it just goes way beyond what was necessary. And it just, it wasn't yeah. even bad writing. It was just straight up annoying because it was damaging the pace of the show where we didn't need, you know, three minutes of him being like, oh no, I can see her butt. Wow. Oh no. Oh, I've got to do. <laughs> I gotta fucking go to my priest after yeah. that. I was like, guys, come. <laughs> no, it was no, it was it was ridiculous. No, absolutely, it was ridiculous. Like the the where where it's just like, oh my god, Gojo, you're fucking like you, you look, you are trying to build make her a dress. Yeah, I'm sorry. What did you th who, who did, how did you think you were gonna get these measurements, man? What did you think was gonna happen? Like you have to do this very specific thing, and then like you didn't I, even. I feel like there's. 
Like I, I feel like the reason why uh largely I, I get so frustrated with the show is it's threefold. One, uh because the just how much hype is surrounding the show. Two, the fact that surrounding the hype is people arguing, no, yeah. it's not just horny. Uh it's it's so much more than that. Which I it it might be a little bit more than that, but I don't think it's a lot more than that. And then uh three, I, I think it's because <laughs> There is genuine potential with this premise, with these character concepts, that I think the writing and the scripting so strongly butchers and does wrong uh, in, in such a way that I think it is harmful to the messages that either it could be conveying or that even it is trying to convey, uh, but in my mind does unsuccessfully. They're, like It could do these things tremendously well, but... Unfortunately, in my opinion, it makes so many mistakes that it doesn't accomplish much of what it's trying to do beyond the one thing that we, we all agree it does tremendously well, wish fulfilled. Yeah, and I completely agree with that, because here's the idea. It's like how when you watch a movie where you have a character talking really intensely and they're crying and stuff and everyone is like, wow, what a great scene. Like, no, the dialogue was terrible. It was just presented well. It's the same idea with this, where the series overall... I still want to say it is more wholesome than it's not, but overall, having cute moments where the guy's half asleep calling you beautiful doesn't make up for the fact that he just treated her like a sexual object for yeah. the last five episodes. That yeah. doesn't masquerade the weaknesses of the series, but again, I knew that this series was not going to do a good job with the elements that weren't this kind of wish fulfillment, you know, I don't want to say soft core corn, but that's what it was for. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm saying is, I, like, mm -hmm. to be honest, at, yeah, like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. sometimes there are moments where, like, you know, like Rem, it's kind of like if you were watching a porno and you're like, the premise of this was terrible. I just, the acting was atrocious. Um, it's not to demean you like that, but well, I do yeah, feel like this is an angle of attack you have like, on a series oh, no. that Th is This porn has really good acting, <laughs> trust me. And then yeah. I watch it and it's just a regular porno. <laughs> I have actually seen pornos that are just normal movies that have porn scenes, which it's, it's very weird to watch those where it was literally... No, this was like, this was yeah, full yeah. on like a movie that was like about like this teenage girl sexual lesbian awakening. And it was just oh, a no. normal movie. And I forgot I was, this was a porno because there was like a 45 minute plot. It was just a normal movie. And then she's talking to her girlfriend and then they just have a 25 minute sex scene. I'm like, oh, that's right. This is technically a porno. It was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. Like I just kind of skipped the porn parts. I just wanted to see what was going on because it was like a two hour movie and an hour and a half of it wasn't pornography. I got to try and find the name of it, but it was the you strangest just got thing really I ever seen. I was. <laughs> Jordan, you know for a fact that 100% of it I would do. But I feel it's like that where Rem, you would be like the acting was terrible in that. But I'm like, dude, that's because I you're not you're supposed to watch it as a porn first, and this is this is softcore wish fulfillment first. You can only demean the not softcore wish fulfillment elements so much because in what it's trying to do, being softcore pornography wish fulfillment, it does an exquisite job of it. And it, yes, it's a garbage fire for the things that it, people would critically say it's good. And they are being a silly Billy in them saying that this series has a lot of great writing. And a lot of, it does have some heart, but it's not. It is, like you said, it is not Komi-san. It is not probably the most wholesome series I've ever read. Don't blush to Kemi-san, as I talked to Jordan about. And I can go into that if we have time. But that is like, this, yeah, you're right. It is Southcorn Poor first, Wish Fulfillment second. And then a very, very distant third, some semblance of wholesomeness. <laughs> Fair enough. And I, I think that, uh, I, I think we've covered 
in in a lot of depth, uh, just about everything in those first five episodes, and, <laughs> and and just about everything uh, we can say. I actually have like a project that I have to finish like uh, tomorrow for like this friend of mine's cosplay event, and I haven't really started it. <laughs> Uh, I have to. Uh, I I gotta get my sewing machine and shit. So yeah, we, we uh, can wrap and, this and up. And midterms are also happening. Yeah, midterms are happening. You just oh, completely fail failed those midterms. Care. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't care. You just completely whatever. failed those, right? Uh, they actually never address what happens to his. I'm midterms. more oh, okay. interested in making Hina dolls than getting A's. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's trying to get double D's, not A's. If you know what I mean. Hey. hey! Okay. So with that in right. mind, uh. Let's let's wrap up our conversation. Uh, usual question. Uh, anybody have a guess at the, what the mal rating for this show is? I'm gonna say this probably broke. I'm gonna say like an eight point one. All right. I'm gonna say like eight point five. I thought I'm you were gonna say, say eight point one two, and I was like, you son of a bitch. I no, say... I think it's I think it's ridiculously highly rated. It's definitely well, I'll say eight point four. Yeah. I'll say eight point four. I'll say eight point five. All right. Well, <laughs> currently with uh, two hundred and twenty-two uh, thousand ratings. Uh, uh, my dress up darling is sitting nice and uh, quite high at an 8.47. Oh my god! Hey, hey I'm closer. Jordan's right. Yeah. Sure, yep. But that just goes oh, to man. show how strong the cultural influence of this show is, yeah. and there are lots of very interesting discourses and conversations about it. And hopefully, this will end up being one of them. Uh, but with that in mind. The final question I have for everybody here is: anybody here still interested in watching more My Dress Up Darling? Uh, for me, I'm going to answer no. I, well, that, I, I'm shocked. Me. I'm going to finish. <laughs> you know what? I I really this was a fun show to half watch while I was doing work. Um, as little as I do now. Uh, I yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was. I will watch it with the door shut, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I really think for what it was doing, it was it was not bad. I was actually tempted to keep watching it, but I figured that might ruin the canter of the show if I watch Pass the Five. Yeah, I felt the same way. I uh, I think that I really connected. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for stories about artists that go into like the. Uh, mentality of the artist and like genuinely like even... jordan if you haven't watched it check out azakan yeah it's so good mm -hmm. i think i will um but yeah i mean i i really connected with that i really connected with just like being into this weird thing and nobody understands why you're into it and i did on some level connect with like the wish fulfillment because i i remember what it was like to be that age and i would have loved that stuff so I, and I, I totally get why somebody doesn't like this. Again, I went into it fully expecting that to fucking hate this. I was surprised. I prob I would be down to watch more of it. All righty. Mm -hmm. And how about you, Sean? Oh, I mean, I'm <laughs> you sound like you're surprised. Oh, Someone would care your opinion. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's so unused to yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm not used to people caring about what I think. Yeah, uh, how do you feel, Sean? <laughs> uh, this is a candy show for me. It's a guilty pleasure. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that's the fact. And I I still stand by my statement. I don't watch it for the horny. I swear to fucking God. I no, I certainly do not either. No, it, I, whenever they got too into that, it definitely made me uncomfortable. Like, I'm of the opinion. <laughs> Wait, you say that's most of the show, fella. I know, but I there know. were uh, there were sides to I it know. that I was able to find enjoyment in. <laughs> Look, I just lo I just love all the uh, cosplay stuff. Genuinely, I know that's that's yeah. the, I just watch for the plot thing. But no, that's genuinely where I got a lot of my enjoyment as a uh, cosplayer. But yeah, no, I, I can say yeah. that. But it made me appreciate cosplayers more. I just gotta say, yeah. yeah. 
before we get into uh our, our send-offs and everything, uh let let let's quickly uh shout out your guys's oh, stuff. Which tell say where people can can find you boys. Oh shit, I forgot about that part. Oh, yeah. we're on a podcast. Fine. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. our pod- <laughs> Jordan, shut up. You literally did a false start for our actual podcast. <laughs> you don't get to make that joke. So uh first of all, I want to say thank you, Sean and Remington. <laughs> For having us on, I totally understand if we're never allowed back on. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I, uh, I burned um, a bridge today. I'm yeah, sorry. This is not the first podcast Jordan's gotten banned from. Um, Steve so, will come back. I won't. Yeah, that's. Uh, so though, uh, you can fi- if you want to hear more of Jordan and I talking about all things in the mango world. We have a show called Shonen Flop where he, I, and a guest we actually are going to be having Rem Rem's episode might be out right when this one comes out because. We're on our 200th, or we're on your 200th. Rem's going to be on our 50th because, you know, you guys are rad. So it was the least we could do. Sean's already been on, so unfortunately. And, and God, it will God. be uh, on the on their 50th. It will be my first ever manga at all. I Rem, am so excited. I am, I am so angry at you right now. I can't believe you got me <laughs> so angry that you got me to, like, passionately defend such a horny fucking anime. I'm so... Oh, my God. I'm so... so anyway, anyway Jordan, Jordan, if I if I may continue. So, anyway, so Jordan, I, and a guest, we look at the lesser-known manga that ran in Shonen Jump, the place where, you know, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, um, My Hero Academia all came, looking at these lesser-known series. Were they a flop? Were they not? What they did right? What they did wrong? And ultimately... Did they deserve to be a flop or not? Dylan will fix that word salad. Love you, Dylan. Um, <laughs> Dylan edits our show, too. He actually has also been on a show. So now that Rem's going to be on, it's like that scene from Gravity Falls where he has the three books. And he's like, finally, now I have all three. So I figured and thought about photoshopping Dylan, Sean, and Rem onto them when the episode comes out. At um, last, the three skulls. I have acquired yeah. them all. And just then, like my favorite movie, The Phantom. So anyway, uh, I don't know what that was. Anyway, you can find us at shonenflop.com. That's S-H-O-E-N-E-F-L-O-P.com. We are on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, wherever else you get your podcast. And you can find us also on Twitter. Uh, You can find us at shonenflopcast. Uh, (laughs) Well, thank you guys once again. Uh, It was lovely having you both uh and i wish you uh all the best we'll chat with you all <laughs> yeah, just like but one of you I'm, more i'm so glad that <laughs> i'm so glad that uh you responded in a in a nice way to me thank you thank you yes yeah, <laughs> we we can put that we can put uh our differences aside I've received a lot worse. All right. I, I, think, <laughs> I really feel Look. like you two should just do a show together. We can call it like <laughs> flop out of context where you guys just ran about something for like 35 I know, minutes. I, I, I kind of like the sound of oh, that. Actually, <laughs> we, can make it, we can just make it. Here's what we can do. We can put we can put only Jordan's audio on our Patreon and only Rem. <laughs> and you have to subscribe to both and then mix them together. <laughs> I like to hear what I happens like in the episode. <laughs> the, the forbidden podcast. Fuck! If it oh, was an if, ARG, shit. You, <laughs> you have, to, actually, you have though, to decode the other track. If Holy April shit. Fools wasn't in like three days, I would say unironically, we totally that would be maybe great... next year. Maybe for okay, next, next year. year. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you <laughs> oh, taking time out of your you days, so and we will uh, chat with you all later. This was lovely. Thank you so much for having us. I had a great time, even if I got angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally okay. Yeah. All right, but uh, I'll let you guys go. Yeah. Uh, I'll catch you all later. And Jordan, have a good day at work. And thanks again. This is a yeah. ton of fun. Yeah. And Rem, I'll talk right. to you in two weeks. But I'll talk uh, to you sooner. This, Bye. this was a lot of fun. Hopefully, uh, we can put our differences aside, Remington. I know that <laughs> I know sure. that you clearly hate all artists and people who are passionate <laughs> about anything. 
but that's all right. I, I respect you for other reasons. All right. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back for our first episode of, of uh, Flop Out of Context for you two. Yes, yes, for exactly, exactly. <laughs> bye, everybody. Oh, thank man. you so much again. Bye. bye. See ya. <laughs> Once again, thank you guys so much for watching. If you want to support us, then uh, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are found. It's super helpful. Or even better, word of mouth. If you want to support us a little bit more directly, we have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash anime out of context. Uh, right now, Sean uh, is, is are you up to 300 deaths or almost up to 300 only deaths? Only almost up to 300 deaths. I'm, on, only I'm like almost, at 286 only right now, I think. Which is real impressive because he's only played for 20 minutes. Oh, oh uh, listen here. <laughs> listen here. Or even if, if you want to go above and beyond uh, and support us financially, then you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash anime out of context, where there are all sorts of lovely rewards from weekly bonus content uh, to possible fan fiction to uh, this week having Sean read everyone's names because our setup is a little bit weird right yeah, now. Yeah, don't worry about it. It'll be back to normal next time, hopefully. If not, uh, well, you don't need to worry about that. Uh, <laughs> so, Sean, uh, what, what lovely patrons do we have to thank this well, week? Well, as always, we do want to give much of our love to our bland bitch protagonists and our magical girls. Uh, but, to, uh, but more specifically, we have to thank our yandere waifus who get very, very upset at us uh, if we bash their favorite horny anime. And on that list, uh, we have, ah, it's not a VTuber reference, it's a Senzawa reference, Adam McLaughlin, AJ Honey, Elise Howard, uh, and he turned himself into a pickle, funniest shit I've ever seen, it just doesn't get old, oddly relevant, uh, Andrew Rowicki, Ariel Bird, Audio Glitch, be like Harry and don't fuck your sister unless it's your redhead best friend's sister, uh, Big Blue Bear Boy, Brock Hard for Geodudes, uh, Cage in the House, Cheese Monkey, Shy 900, Creed 13, Daddy Dylan's yogurt doesn't taste yummy at all. Oh, I forgot about that one. Uh, Dante Soriano, Darkstorm713, da uh, Data Type, Epic Army, Extreme Cobra, Fantide, Farmer Weeb, Bad Pickup Lines of the Week. Are you in orphanage because I want to give you kids? Fascinating. Uh, Ferdinand the Bull, finally back, forgot to change the name until late in the week. Uh, push off until next week, then repeat. Anywho, I'm proposing this weekend, and it's cut off. Uh... Oh, that you're proposing, as in you're proposing marriage. Yeah. Yes. Uh, congratulations. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like we've been over that one. That's fine. Uh, yep. I mean, congratulations. Or if it didn't work out, real yeah, sorry. Sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, watch my dress up, darling. It might help. Uh, or make things worse. Hard to tell. Uh, first we had Linus Weenus, then Bigasticus, and now we present Deletus Fid uh, Fetus, brought to you by Gugus Gagas. Uh, fuck of Love Fox and Boy, Glenn Michael Dolan, Hunger Bunger, Hunter Davies. I binged anime out of context for a month. Now I hear your voices in my dreams. I'm so sorry. I guess you're on keter duty. I, Remington, enjoy Molly Lolly Girls. I want Rem to ruin Darling and the Franks for me. Uh, I, Remington, redact my statements on Toradora. That's what it stands for. Yes, that is what it stands for. <laughs> oh my god, this, I've read it so many times that I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, no, it's a very specific show that they want you to ruin, and ruin it you will, don't worry. Uh... Perfect. I, Remington, redact my statement on Toradora. Also, hey, Dylan, wanna fuck uwu? Don't seduce our editor in Patreon. <laughs> no, no, he, go for it. <laughs> you have Rem's permission and my disapproval. Congrats. Uh, Jam Hands, Jax, Julian uh, Garcia, uh, Just a Traveler, Cassidy, Casey Mosley, Kazu Morocco, Luke Offenberger, Lukey O, Mad O2 Max, Matthew Drum says Sean's a bitch. Yes, I am. Uh, 
Mike the Mutilator. Uh, Misaka feels self-assured based on the knowledge gained from shoujo manga. Mr. Marshmallow Man. My substitute teacher typed in high school into Google and the top autofill was... Navi. No waifu, no laifu. Only God can judge them. It's up to me to send them to him. Irish wristwatch. Uh, ready to be isekai'd. Remington and Sean, it's up to you to be funny or I'm giving up and dropping out of school. Please don't. Uh, Remington Merrill. Rhiannon Williams. Ross Palmer. Salty Pretzel. Sean sure looks sexy in those cat ears, right, fellas? Sean, why don't you pick anime that boosts ratings, including revisits? Uh, Nova. Uh, Shoujo Addict. Don't send help, send more romance tropes because my husband isn't a romantic, is the title of my light novel. Silent Secondary. Sneezing so hard I pucker. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, sorry it took so long to fix my name, ADHD and all that jazz. Tetsuo 13. Uh, that was the worst throw ever of all time. That film guy, the Susanator. No, don't include ages ago. They messaged us on Patreon to not read their name. Oh, okay. I will pass that. Uh, Dylan, please. <laughs> uh, Titan CNH, Totally God, Trenton Farrell, Trifingers Horse Butthole, uh, Uliana, Vaney Jordan, Wacky Hypotheticals, Walk Me Home Gently, Weiss Schwartz Attack on Titan Final Season set coming out August 26. Oh no, fuck guy, don't remind us, we have to finish this trash. Uh, <laughs> uh, what does Little Sister ride? A Nissan. Whoever told you that is either a ghost or a bitch. Why shown, why Sean? Yahir, Yandere Neku, Yantasaurus Rex, Xanix, and Zorina. Thank you all so much for your support. Ooh, there are a lot of you. I forget how many there are. Uh, it, it, it's no joke reading all the names. No, it, John? it's not. You think it's such a cushy job. It's not a cushy job. Cushy? Cushy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very cushy job. <laughs> We thank you all so much. We love you very, very much. Uh, but we have to go even further and beyond to the Boy Wizard tier, where this week every single member of the Boy Wizard tier is going to get... We, we expect homework done on all of these cancelled manga. Yep. Yeah, so this week everybody is getting a cancelled manga. Uh, if they're any good, they probably wouldn't have been cancelled, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, oh god. Fucking Morse code, bitch ass name of a name. Oh god, I don't want to read that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Lord Lord Bra Lord Brock Doof or whatever the fuck. It it's hell. It's, it's hell. hell. Uh, do I give him what he wants and translate it? I mean, I I I always just give it raw. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna translate it real quick. Oh, that's mean, Lord Brock Doof. That's mean. Um. <laughs> yeah, hey, Sean, what, what does it what, what does it say? Well. It says, uh, and I quote, uh, so, uh, heffalumps in your walls from Lord Brockdooth. Uh, That's pretty fucked up. You get. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> That's a little fucked up. It's a little fucked up. Uh, you get Siren. That's a P-S-Y-R-E-N. Because, you know. You... Huh, like Psychic Siren. Mind those two. And that's actually one I've read. Uh, unfortunately. So there you go. Uh, two section. I have to show you my Rule 34 review. It's. Uh, is one of my favorite of my many folders. You get um, How to Live as the Enemy Prince, the manga adaptation of the novel. Not surprising why that got canceled. Uh, Aaron Hegland. You get MX0. Looks like a baseball manga of some kind, I think. <laughs> and if it's not, I have horribly misread the cover. All uh, Father's Curse Fact of the Week. 449 fish from places across the country and found that 21% of samples were mislabeled. That's concerning. Uh... You get Ultra Heaven. No idea what it's about. Uh, 
but it has a very creepy cover. Ancho 4, or Anchoy, Anchoy, that's it. I'm not dyslexic. Uh, Anchoy 4, you get the manga adaptation of Little Busters. I had no idea they made a manga adaptation of that. Uh, Beethoven 1201, aka Kohei Izumi, you get the head. That's it. It's just called the head. Uh, Derpy Pengu, you get Nana. The Nana manga got canceled? Really? I had no idea. Interesting. <laughs> uh, Edward, you get Act Age. Good luck. Fisherman from Norway, you get Dare Nimo in a Naive Futari Goto. I'm going to make a strong guess that it is a either a Yuri manga of some kind or something incredibly cursed, <laughs> based on the cover alone. Uh, ha ha ha, it seems we have garnered much power over the past four months. It's time, Team Dulu, for the invasion of Utah. Please don't invade our state. We already have enough oh, invaders. Um, you get... <laughs> Scumbag System. What a title. What a title. Uh, Harrison, you get Fake 2. I guess Fake 1 couldn't carry a sequel. Uh, Hey Kids throws Biscuit into Abyss. Fetch, you get Itazura Na Kiss. Looks like a generic shoujo manga from the 90s. Hopefully it's uh, not the worst thing on Face the Planet. Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You get Recovery of an MMO Junkie. Hold on a second, listeners. I need to log on to my Nutaku clicker game. Uh, you get killing me with an exclamation mark at the end. I am the president of Dracula United, not Remington. You get Kikarumi Guardians. Uh, Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid, says somebody calls Show Tucker because I want to become one with you. You get... There's so many, like, manga titles here, but a lot of them aren't interesting to read. Except for this one. You get Drug and Drop. No idea what it's about. But it does have a pot leaf on the cover, which is a bold statement. <laughs> uh, Miguel Delion, you get Suki Suki. It looks like absolute garbage. Have fun with it. Oh, perfect. Uh, Mike wants an Overlord review. You get... Oh, not reading that one. Fuck that. Uh, Do it, coward. Okay. You get, and I'm so sorry for this, show means sample. I was abducted by an elite all-girls school as a sample commoner. Mm. Wonder why that got canceled. Could be a number of reasons. Uh, Momo the Griff, you get seven sisters. My God, that's too many sisters. Should tell your parents to stop. <laughs> uh, MT the Poet, you get Keijo with seven exclamation marks. Apparently that had a canceled manga. Not surprising. Uh, Odina Fish, you get Dear My Girls. That title scares me. Also, it appears to be a Korean manhwa. So I guess I guess this list dips into Korean manhwa as well. Um... Which is fine. Which is fine. Uh, P.L. Mare, you get One Path, which also appears to be in Korean. God damn it, list. I was hoping for manga specifically. Uh, Pocket Gamer 513, you get 12 Beast. Uh, Rat Visa, the Finnish one that gave uh, that bitch a cannon because bitches love cannons, you get Date Alive, the manga adaptation, apparently. Uh, Silicon Spectre, you get Zombie Powder. Mm, corpse Dust, my favorite de canceled manga. Uh, stick meat, you get Oh My God with an exclamation mark. That's the name of it. Oh, man. <laughs> Good luck searching that one up. Uh, time line. Time is not made out of lines. It is made out of circles. That is why clocks are round. Nyan pasu, nan pasu. Uh, you get Boku no Ushiro ni Majo ga iru. Uh, Tony the Great, you get Thunderbolt Boys. <laughs> That's a name. Uh, Vincent Calabrese. Calabrese? 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 I Calabrese? Calabrese. I'm so sorry. You get Gate 7. 
Uh, warning, we still remember the barrel. I wish I had the barrel. That'd be nice. Make it easy. Uh, you get Sensei wa Dummy. Looks like a very bad Yahweh... A yaoi manga with very yaoi <laughs> hands. That is a that is a very strange one. Oh. Uh, what is love? A vow, a band of gold, an ephemeral state of mind, or an action, perhaps a gift only truly received when reciprocated. You get Idol A, which this one is definitely a baseball manga. <laughs> and thank you all so much for the Boy Wizards, but we have to move up even higher to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where uh, this week, thanks to the lovely inspiration from uh, Dave of Shonen Flop, uh, you are going to get a Portuguese idiom. Said, of course. That's Joey yep, Wheeler. Yep, can't forget that caveat. Uh, all right. Uh, Remington's mom, you're going to get a Yolks. Cara de pau. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to translate them at all? Or oh, just... yeah, I'll translate. It apparently means wooden face. Uh, the equivalent of acting shamelessly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Remington's mom. All right. All right, all right. I I don't understand, but okay. It's okay. Uh, hi, I'm an astronaut. It's the nature of <laughs> it. It is. Hi, I'm an astronaut, and my next mission is to explore Uranus. No, I do not want to subscribe. Uh, you get a a muita aria para o meu caminhão. Oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. a Yugs, I I feel like I need to apologize to like an entire entire continent at this point. Uh. The literal translation is, this is too much sand for my truck. What? Apparently it's... It, like, it's just a lot to yeah, bear? Yeah, more than you can handle. You, you, yeah. Okay, All okay. Right, that one. Too much sand for yeah, my truck. It's understandable. Dude. This podcast is too much sand for my Especially truck. Especially today. <laughs> uh, I escaped the VTuber rabbit hole for six months, let my guard down, and then tripped back in. Please send help. You get Maria Vicom as Otras. <laughs> oh, fuck. Which literally translates to... Maria goes with the others. Why? Why is she abandoned? Apparently, it's uh just it's it's what you're calling it's for calling somebody out who's just kind of going with the flow, following the crowd, bandwagon jumping. I guess. Oh, I guess, okay. I guess right, Maria right. is a serial bandwagoner. God, Maria, sick of your shit. <laughs> uh, magic ice ball. You get. I'm sorry in advance. Um, a yolks. Uma androniha now has verao. What what the fuck does that mean? Uh, one swallow does not make a summer. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Pardon me. He can't sexually harass the. Bird. I I think like they're that? talking about the bird. I I believe they're talking about the bird. Uh, apparently in Portuguese it means that working together is more beneficial than working alone. Not the message I not received. not the message I received at all. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Match Guys Paul. Uh, uh and. Sean, we should watch Hellspring a brig. This job is hard, Remington. I'm sorry I don't appreciate you enough for it. <laughs> like, that's a genuine apology for me. I've only had to do it, like, maybe ten times at most. It's pretty it's, rough. It's pretty, it's pretty rough. rough. Uh, Sean, we should watch Helsing a bridge next week. You're going to get uh, a yolks. Ficar de mojo. A literal translation. To be soaking. Hey, we live in Mormon country. <laughs> 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 oh, Rev, I don't know if that can stay. I don't know if that can stay, Remington. <laughs> I genuinely don't know if that can stay. Holy shit. Uh, uh, it's the end of the episode. It can okay, stay. Okay, yeah, nobody goes this far. That's fine. Uh, the direct translation is uh, 
It's how you would describe waiting uncomfortably or having to rest despite not wanting to. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, that's rough. And finally, going above and beyond, Dylan Hayden, uh, you're going to get the best of these uh, uh, Portuguese idioms uh, that I'm choosing completely randomly, but it is going to be the best one, no matter what. Ayugs de noite todos os gatos sal pardos. So fucking elegant. I'm so sorry, anybody who speaks Portuguese. Um, literal translation is all nights, all cats are gray. Any it, guesses on what that could mean, Rem? Because I feel like, like I, I almost get right, it, right. right. Uh, the basic meaning is it's easy to make mistakes. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, because yeah, sure, all night sure, sure. cats appear gray because uh, the darker it is, the less you can see color. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> thank you guys again. If you want to reach out, whether it's for comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love you all very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. <laughs> Once during science class... I inadvertently stabbed myself in the penis and not wanting to uh, interrupt class uh, because I was having so much fun, uh, I just kept it to myself and didn't tell anybody about it. I would rather uh, off myself than do anything related to Raid Shadow Legends. One of the girls in his class, uh, Marin Kate Tagawa, is... Uh, a very, I'm not going to say Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say she's a Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I will say this is probably my my biggest guilty pleasure show. And I, I will also reemphasize, it's not because of the horny. It's because of, like, the horny Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I don't believe in your dedication to Sparkle Motion, okay? This isn't something good, you know, this isn't Sword Art Online. This isn't Attack on Titan. Darling. Yes, queen.